Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Will Black Adam sneak up on people like Shazam did? We finally have an amazing brain and a pen behind Batgirl. We got some TV trailers for you and a new shot from Aquaman. It's all happening right now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Three. Three. Created <laughs> from the cosmic legends of the universe. Yes! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the DC Movie News Show on the Popcorn Talk Network. We have a squad for you today. It's not the usual squad, but guess what? Variety is the spice of life, um, and I'm proud to be here because I missed the last couple of weeks. I forget how many how many weeks did I miss? A couple. You've been here, I think. Too many. Too many weeks. Too many. Any week without Johnny Ugh. is a week too long. Oh, that's uh, no one's ever said that before. But welcome, everyone. We got plenty to talk about, actually. We're going to get right to it. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com. I'm sorry, we're not on Instagram. Just whatever. Uh, Twitter.com slash DC Movies SK. I host too many shows. And uh, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK as well. Johnny LaQuasta here with you at Jay Quasto. Roxy Stryer, out fighting crime. Follow her at Roxy Stryer. Adam Gertler, fighting crime. Follow him at Adam Gertler. Mike Kalinowski, he's, he's probably saving people from things, so follow him at Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> Whew, the lovely lady to my far left... She can be seen at many, many Comic-Con conventions. She's running panels. Uh, I believe she owns a couple of cons now. Um, <laughs> all types of stuff. And you can follow her everywhere at Elena Jordan. She's Elena Jordan. Hey, that's me. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's uh, always good to be here. Your Batgirl dress is pretty much perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I got mm-hmm. really excited about Christina Hodgins. You should be. like, yeah. You nice. should be. And <laughs> is this, your, this is her first time on the show, I think. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's my first time on DC Movie News. Ah, I was you forgetting because we went and crashed your show. Right. I loved it. We did Halloween together. <laughs> we had a good time. I was on with you. With me, That's yeah, what I yeah. thought. You were so Thor. Thor. Reunited and it uh, so good. Yeah. Wasn't I wearing something that didn't DC fit? Yeah, you were wearing my shirt. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was my Marvel shirt. That's I why had. it didn't fit. And <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to stand up because it was a belly shirt, essentially. <laughs> Anyways, you see her every single week on Marvel Movie News as well as with me on the Raw After Show and AfterBuzz TV when her and I can actually both be there, which is yes. never lately. But she's doing all types of other stuff for Nerdist and Hyper RPG, mm-hmm. so check her out there. Uh, follow and Collider her. right now. And Collider. Follow yeah. her at Marquia McCarty. Marquia McCarty, what up, yo? Yes, that's me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm DC Marquia today, yeah. which is why no curls, just puff. That's fair. Yeah. It was good and to have you Frank in. Frank Gorshin. Because I know you're a fan of everything. Obviously, yeah. you're partial to Marvel, but just like Koi, you're like, hell yeah, I'll come on the show and we'll talk some DC. Oh, heck yeah. It's nerddom. Yeah. It's like, try to keep me away. Exactly. And so, there's a lot to go with. I, in my opinion, I say Bad Girl's the top story. I know initially we had the whole Black Adam maybe, but mm. no, I think we're going right to Batgirl. So Joss Whedon, he stepped away, and we've been saying now for at least a month or two, have a woman write the damn movie. It's called Batgirl. Give a female perspective. Well, we finally have one, and we have a great writer who's done a lot of stuff that has already hit theaters, Christina Hodson. Yeah, yes. there we go. 
I mean, so I like excited. the, uh, yeah, excited. I know you're super excited for this. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it's like uh, all the lead up that there was to this. I mean, uh, Roxanne Gay was throwing her hat in the ring and then kind of seemed like she kind of sh- uh, shot herself in the <clears> foot a little bit when she was kind of semi-attacking, but attacking like a, a kitty does. She, she was know? being really aggressive and it I was, appreciate uh, it. Yeah, she, you know, she she wanted it, you know, that kind of thing. And then um, I kind of wanted Gail Simone. You know, I would have oh. really enjoyed that. Well, I like, uh, uh, was it Secret Six? Yeah. And I was like, oh, she could really, you know, do a fat girl thing. Yeah. Might as well. Birds <clears> of Prey, <throat> Secret Six, same thing. And uh, yeah, but no, uh, and Christina ended up getting it. And you have like all this backstory stuff that you can tell us or about. Or bat her. story. Bat, bat yeah, girl story. Yeah, nah, nah. Cleaning <laughs> up the town, y'all. <laughs> Starting already. I'm just excited. One, because I was so gung-ho about this project when Joss Whedon was first attached to it. And then when he stepped out saying that he didn't really have a story, I kind of got nervous that they just weren't going to go ahead with it at all. But mm-hmm. the thing that I'm most excited about is because Christina Hodson's script for Birds of Prey mm-hmm. was so good, everybody at WB is just losing it. We'll talk about that next, too. So we but, can assume okay. that when Birds of Prey... Birds of Prey... Birds, birds of Prey birds happen. Of prey. I mean, Harley's part of it, so technically it is a little Birds of Prey. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh it's that kind of show. I like that. Johnny. I, look, I did not sleep enough this week to keep up with you. I'm doing yeah. my best. I'm, it's a struggle right now. I'm oh, trying yeah. to keep up. Uh, Margot Robbie would probably be so exhausted, isn't she? Wouldn't she be like connected to like four films by now? Yeah, but the, I she's the one who's kind of spearheading it. So yeah, that's but what... it's like woof. she's mm-hmm. turning into like the Hugh Jackman of uh, with like lately with DC, the she's greatest show woman of everything. Yeah, yeah. hey, I lo- yeah. I like her as Harley. Absolutely, I think that's great. Yeah, so so I'm... she's already going to be the writer for Birds of Prey whenever yeah. that does happen. So Birds of Prey, everybody is losing it over it to the point now that they're. Mm-hmm. Really pushing to find a new director, so they're really searching to find a director for it because they want to kind of beat Marvel to the punch. I think for an all women superhero team, right? Um, which will be probably one of the the first times that DC kind of jumps the the gun over Marvel, and you know, yeah, I mean Wonder Woman, well, Wonder Woman, yes, but it's yeah, we we to... have kind of a more established female characters too on the Marvel side for a while. Wonder sure. Woman though just absolutely breaking barriers, but this team up I've been so excited about cuz I'm a huge Black Canary fan and Batgirl and Poison Ivy and Harley, mm. so it's all of my favorites all together. So that movie yeah. is going to have dudes going to the theater in droves. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> right. will be going but, to the theater. You're in droves right. I'm for just saying, reasons. though, for <laughs> yes. partially different reasons. Like that is true. This wow. will this will cater to everybody's aesthetic. You can uh, um, definitely count on but, Batman Anthony being there. Batman Anthony. Batman. How many times will you go to see it, Batman Anthony? Uh, one for every woman. Yes, I thought you were going to say that, too. It was like six, right? Batman, Anthony, your voice sounds so familiar. I feel like I've heard it before somewhere. It's very handsome. Nope, you haven't heard it before. You're you're mistaken. It's actually, you you won't see him in daylight, that's for sure. (laughs) No. Uh, I hope with this, I mean, I would just, this is just my own little pet thing. I would love for Poison Ivy to be a total carnivore. I hate um, that, you know, those storylines where they have her as a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. It's like she wouldn't eat her children. She'd eat us. <laughs> I dig that. Yeah. I just, I mean, whichever direction they go with it, I know mm. that it's going to be amazing because everybody at Warner Brothers is clamoring mm. to get this movie made now because of Christina Hudson's script. So, mm. and because her script was so good, they immediately said, hey, 
write Batgirl. You already gave us a little sneak peek of Batgirl yeah. in your Birds of Prey script. We want a whole thing. And because they're so gung-ho about it, I'm super excited. So, nice. do you think it wasn't even a contest? Because obviously, we were talking about Roxanne already, how aggressive she was. She's like, let me write Batgirl. It makes you wonder if they even... This was like a month ago she tweeted this. It makes you wonder mm. if they even put her in the running or once they saw the Birds of Prey script they were just like okay it's yours well we don't you know. know when they were shown the when the script was actually finished so she it was wrote given it over so it could was she hired been. to write it do you think or she wrote she it on was her hired own? to write Birds of Prey because okay. she and Margot Robbie teamed up Margot Robbie is producing that movie because she wanted it to get made because Damn. and this is what I'm hoping because in the comics Harley is most empowered when she leaves Joker and then gets with Poison Ivy, and that happens via Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real good. And you want to be part so of that brunch. I'm hoping that this is going to be the scenario, is that Birds of Prey is going to set that up, and the reason that she's so gung-ho is that maybe this will give us a little bit better dynamic that's a less glorified Harley and Joker, because mm-hmm. even the portrayal in Suicide Squad, as brief as it was, was very romanticized, and the whole point is that he is a monster who manipulates and abuses and is horrible to her. Sure. And she ultimately overcomes that and then is happy. So I'm hoping that that's going to be what this script maybe touches on. I and if it sure is, hope so. That would be nice. It would be cool. Especially, I'd be, I'd be you cool know, the push that, now yeah. for like female empowerment. I feel like this is the time. Like This is yeah. the time to make this movie. And if Warner Brothers is so head over heels for this script that they already are saying, Christina, write another one right now. And if Nicolas Cage has his way, he'll be the Joker. In <laughs> hey! <laughs> How terrifying would that be? Yeah, um, I can kind of see it. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen I at all. I cannot. Are we but no, into I, that one now. No, no. no I, I just thought, thought it was, let's just look. Well, are, are we going to? We'll, we'll talk about that one. Yeah, we'll kind of go a little in order. You lobbed yeah. it up to me. I'm going to mention Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, you know. it's fun. It's not going to happen. Hopefully, but still super fun. Uh, I think Batmanthony is prepared. Yeah, no, he's. he's I'm so prepared excited. All the time. But yeah, uh, Christina Hudson has already written uh, a number of projects. She's wrote Bumblebee, which we haven't mm-hmm. seen yet, but that's uh, you know the spinoff from Transformers. Um, Unforgettable, Shut In. I mean, I'm amazed at writers like her. I don't know how there's enough hours in the day. I get that's her job, mm-hmm. but there's 24 hours in a day. You're a human being. You have to do certain things. I'm amazed at people that can literally sit down and write these feature-length scripts and not only get made, but they become like hits. Yeah. It's so beyond me. You you know uh, you saying something like that. I remember. Okay, so you know how uh, uh, Ava is doing um, uh, Young Gods, right? Uh, I, there was something on her Twitter where this other director was like, "Oh my God, a dream come true! Six months in the making." It was a female director, and she said, um, "And just so you know, I can't say anything about it now, but Ava put my name in the hat." And mm. I remember that Ava like re- retweeted that out. Uh, I don't know last week. I can't remember that director's name, but maybe. They didn't say what the project was. Wow. Oh, for 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 this as hmm. a possibility. They they did say that they were. I mean, they haven't officially confirmed that they're going to have mm-hmm. a female director. But Margot Robbie, when she was interviewed about it months ago, said that she wanted an all female team to represent an all female team. Just saying. So you know, that's a possibility. If they if somebody do have to... a female writer and a female director and an all female cast, I'm well. Just look so at the track record. The last yeah. time they hired a female director, it turned out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, when you have a team like Christina Hodson and Margot Robbie, I would think directors are going to be pining to do that film. Yeah, yeah. But I do agree. I think you got to keep it all female because I, I'm not saying that a guy can't direct a woman or a woman can't direct a guy. It just makes sense when you have all the leads being female superheroes. 
why not find a director who loves those female superheroes? Exactly. Yeah. And then plus, it's something that uh, we don't do a lot, but we should do more. And yeah. there's very talented people out there that can do this. So let's go ahead and let let that door open wider for those super talented people. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And I know some people don't like that it's kind of become the new trend that they're pushing trend. for like female directors, but I'm like, what hey, is? trend it up, man, because what happens is then you have really good movies that do really well, and they go, hey, maybe we should keep doing this. I mean, the track record, if you look at the, the DCEU over the past couple of years, what's the most successful movie? Female director. What are the other ones? They're there. <laughs> they're there and you can choose whether or not you like them I've enjoyed them all personally um, but obviously there's been very contrasting opinions and right. percentages there's on definitely a standout that we have seen in the past few years so. there's no doubt yeah. and like I still stand by Justice League I love the film and I enjoyed the heck out of it and when people want to trash it I get mad and I have to walk away I <laughs> but my favorite parts are you know. still Diana even BVS and everything I'm just sure. like yeah, I enjoyed uh, Ray Fisher yeah. in Justice League, right? Yeah. Agreed. There was like a, I don't know, there was, it, it was like a vulnerability, but it was also just solemn, but it, it yeah. had layers to it. Him and Ezra Miller, um, I enjoyed the both of them, but I, I realized more people are talking Ezra Miller because Flash, yep. you yeah. know, but yeah, I think, um, you mean I friend of the Fisher, show, Ray Fisher? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. Uh, I, I just, I really enjoyed his performance. And I thought that was a really good Victor Stone. So I would love for there to be more fleshed out for him in the future. More I mean, fleshed out. More fleshed out. I mean, I don't, I don't mean like we're going straight to grit or anything with it, but it's like, so, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you want to talk Black Adam? Yeah. yeah All right. So is this, I didn't actually get a chance to catch this entire article. Is this The Rock just doing lip service again, or is there no, something behind this? this is him mm-hmm. saying he has actually given a quote with a year he has said that he thinks that it's going to come out 2019. So, And he also said that there's going to be a surprise appearance for how we introduce him. A lot of people are assuming that that means that he's going to appear in Shazam, and because he's producing the movie, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But it would be even more surprising. That's less of a surprise if he shows up in Suicide Squad 2. Which he easily could. Which he easily could. But how are they going to keep that a secret? Dwayne is not good at keeping secrets. He's well, not. If, but... they, if they have it as a post credits, you know, kind of a deal, they could kind of like Deathstroke. Yeah. Yeah, like Deathstroke. Yeah. He, I and... just do y'all know what uh, you know version of Black Adam that is? Has that been? Because I don't haven't know said yet. But what he his his quote that he said was that the script has come in. So there mm-hmm. is a script. It has okay. been finalized. The script came in. It's great. We're working on it. If things come together in the way we anticipate them coming together, it feels like a 2019 movie in production. And then he said, Marvel right. is doing such an incredible job of universe building and building out. DC is doing a great job finding the footing and tone of their movies. Certainly with like Wonder Woman, for example. Like we just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look forward to James Wan's movie that's coming out with Aquaman. So Black Adam is this phenomenal opportunity for us to nail the tone, make sure that he's badass, make sure that we're serving the mythology properly, and then also make sure that we can have an intrinsic DNA tied to a lot of other properties in DC. So it's not an easy thing to do, but I think we're going to nail it. <sighs> yeah. Like, I kind of wonder, like, are they going to do the whole thing where he is, you know, leader of his own land? Are we going to have, like, um, Kondok? You know, kind of a deal. The setup was supposed to be... Initially, they were going to have the Shazam movie, and Mm -hmm. he was going to be the main villain. But then when they switched it, now what they're trying to do is have Black Adam separate, Shazam separate, and then have a third movie Mm -hmm. 
that they meet. Right. So but if they're able to branch out more and include them in Suicide Squad 2 mm-hmm. and then maybe incorporate some other characters, then we have a higher probability for more crossover, which would, I think, be good because mm-hmm. that would make it more of a cohesive universe, kind of more like Marvel. What yeah. You, okay. I, I would prefer for it to be where it we have Black Adam um, and, you know, Black Adam Origins, where it's just like he's, he's very... He's very moral in his own way to the point where it's like, you know, you know, you know, hey, you're in the way of me and my kingdom. You're not doing the right thing. So, uh, you know, off with your head, you know, slash and dash, maybe even doing the whole uh, Egyptian thing if they want to. And they can move it forward in time type of a deal, depending on how weird they want to get with Black Adam. But it's just I I really, really enjoy the idea since DC Mm. already has, you know, Aquaman will have, you know, Atlantis and everything like, you know, um, uh underneath the the water and everything and since you know we just had like Wakanda with Black Panther I would love for them to have Black Adam be in Kondok where it's like we get that society we get that feeling and those rules so when he ultimately becomes like this badass bad guy it's it's a really good progression to it where it seems like oh yeah he's a hero oh that's not much of a hero thing. Oh, no, he's a villain. He's a super I villain. I feel like oh, that's how they're yeah. going to go yeah. with it, too, because since they are trying to do more of, like, an origins thing for each of them, and I, yeah. it would make sense, too, since he's really, since, you know, Dwayne Johnson is really harping, too, on tone, yeah. mm-hmm. that Shazam would have a lighter tone because it's Billy Batson's point of view, so it would be a lot more colorful, a lot brighter, uh, just the way that it's shot, more kind of sitcom um, so, versus yeah. Black Adam. In your opinion, in your opinions, do you think it's more likely for him to show up in Suicide Squad two, or maybe like a post credits for Shazam? Then, because what timeline are we talking as I well? Think they're gonna, mm. I think they're going to stay away from the post credits just because that's so signature Marvel. Yep. I think, and because he said it's going to be a surprise appearance, I think that the surprise is that it's going to be Suicide Squad two. Well, I don't think it's going to be Shazam. Twelve well, in the post credits thing, though. I mean, look at Batman, Justice League, and, and yeah, Justice League. Justice they, League but... and in fact, if anything, Wonder Woman. I was surprised that they didn't have a post credits for because right. everything else tended to have something. Good point. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think Suicide Squad two. Obviously, the first one made a lot of money, but I do think they're concerned with are people going to come back? Because a lot of people left the theater, and this is not me giving an opinion, by the way, angry fans. This is me stating facts. A lot of people left the theater unhappy with the first one, so they have to be wondering, all right, how are we going to draw people into this sequel if the first one wasn't up to a lot of people's standards? If if it comes out that we see at Black Adam, I think that's certainly a hell of a way to mm-hmm. get people out. That would get me draw. excited. Very good draw. Mm-hmm. And if they're setting up this world that's tied into the other world, which I think is a great idea, tying mm-hmm. it into Suicide Squad, then you have intrinsic crossover. So yeah. whichever one is most successful, then on the marketing, push that character, and then it brings you into the theater to then be introduced to the other characters that then yeah. snowball effect. I just really, really love the idea that DC is having a solo movie based completely on a villain. Yeah. That is gorgeous. And I, I think that that's a really good precedent to set set for um, other properties. And it gives the audience a chance to choose, is he an anti-hero or is he really just a flat-out villain? Because you can go either way with him. So mm-hmm. it will be interesting. Uh, speaking of Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, the animated film, is apparently killing it. It's getting great reviews. It's yeah. R-rated. People are saying they're enjoying it more than the live action, which... Uh, Significantly. Okay. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. So. Everyone is just losing it over this movie. It's basically just like when people were losing it over Justice League New Frontier. Mm-hmm. It's this, but to to the 
nth degree. How people were kind of on the fence with Killing Joke. Oh, I, was, I liked yeah. it. This, I, I mean, liked it, but it wasn't. I, I enjoyed it. It like, wasn't. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't a feature. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. What it Justin's wasn't dark. Watch it. It wasn't exactly. You know, but this Return is. of the Joker. That's the difference. <laughs> I just thought, like, this wasn't but, Justice League Dark, but this is. My so biggest, now, well, my biggest is, problem with the Killing Joke wasn't the story; it was the performances. I thought they were just mm-hmm. line readings for the most part. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, and like I said, I I do voiceovers. I take pride in being. You know, I think voiceovers are difficult to do. And I remember watching the Killing Joke, and I know Kevin Conroy's amazing, but I'm just mm-hmm. like, it sounds like he's half asleep this entire film. Oh goodness! Yeah, that's just my opinion. That's why I didn't well, like it. Maybe I have to do a rewatch of it because I, I was just like, ee. <laughs> See, it's like when they when he <laughs> when he sits it. down with Joker in jail. That scene to me had had no levity whatsoever. Just mm-hmm. in my opinion. Okay. But Hell to Pay, apparently, it's very grindhousey. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah. You know, I always enjoyed um, the animated that DC puts out. It's like. Wow, I just kind of like knocked it out of the park. Into the animated, I didn't watch it as much, but like I like a Suicide Squad, the animated, big time. I kind of uh, expected the movie to have been that. It was, it was its own beast, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I just thought it had a really nice uh, levity with it, with that one, and uh, and death, which is cool. Well, you know, in in that context, yeah. In the in that animated context, yeah, I dig when animated films are not afraid to go R, and there's a whole lot of going on uh, with this film. <laughs> <laughs> and when do we actually get the live action? We're talking 2020, right? It's gonna yeah. be. Mm. I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, 2020 is gonna be a heck of a superhero year. A lot of yeah. good yeah. content coming out then. But talking about too, the voice actors. I mean, they have for. Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, Vanessa Williams playing yes. Amanda Waller, Damn. like C. Thomas mm-hmm. Howell playing Professor Zoom. Uh, amazing. Like they just have incredible Christian Slater as Deadshot. Holy <laughs> smokes. Yeah, they've got like, I mean, it's it's so it's Slater, really good performances. Uh, I uh, Mr. Robot has revamped Slater to yeah. the nth degree. And I was all I always loved him. I loved him from like yeah. Legend of Billy Jean. Like Great movie. movie. Wait, was he in Billy Jean? He was. Yeah, that was his very first movie. He was one. the the brother. Oh my god! In Legend of Billy Jean, it's from, I want my six hundred eight dollars. It's it's from nineteen eighty five. Okay. Um, Pat Benatar yeah. has one of the greatest songs yes. ever from the soundtrack. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I keep on confusing my Christians. Uh, is he the same one from Robin Hood? Mm, like, no. no, no. Who's that one? Oh God. Don't ask me. For okay, sure. never mind. That's somebody else completely. Christian different. Slater is like Heather's. Yes. Now you yeah. got him. Got him. Yeah. He's on Mr. Yeah, Robot. Heather's. If you, if you he was Mr. blonde okay. in Legend of Billie Jean, though. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't know that movie. movie at all. You should watch it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's I'm good. sure that I've seen. Um, oh wait, um, Lost Boys. We are is he? I'm, am I confusing? Is I'm confusing him with somebody else. But yeah, I know good. Heather's. You'll love Billie Jean though. Batman, okay. you're gonna say something? <laughs> no, I was just saying that she was wrong. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for pointing out her imperfections, that, Batman. She was wrong. What? I was wrong? Oh. Aquaman is coming to the UK a week before everywhere else, apparently. They moved up the release date to December 14th. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. What? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're still getting it first. It's just they are seeing it a week earlier than the UK was going to see it. No, so. the UK gets it a week before we do. They do? Yeah. Um, the first time that we actually changed that, that that's typically how it goes. Is yeah. um, Basically, every comic book movie, the difference is Marvel's most recent movie. They release them simultaneously. That's just because they didn't want Avengers spoilers. But typically, the UK does get the movie a week before we do, and they have confirmed that Aquaman will be released a week They're better before. at keeping secrets than we are. They are, yeah. but they also 
also they get the Oscar fodder movies after us. They get the blockbusters before. And, my, and and they there's some like television shows they don't get for like forever for, for, afterwards. Almost like a year. I was yeah. so surprised about that. Am I crazy? I thought Aquaman was being released in November. Wasn't uh, it at one point? I think they they pushed it a while ago. It's, okay. it's a December release. I was still waiting for November. Damn it! Yeah, December fourteenth. Um, so, but since they moved up, the I mean, it was supposed to be December twenty first for UK as well. Sure. So since they moved them to the fourteenth, maybe, maybe they'll move us up. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Well, speaking of Aquaman, the pride of gypsies himself, Jason Momoa, tweeted or Instagrammed out uh, a new photo, and uh, it's it's kind of hard to see. It's obviously in the editing bay. But boy, does it look uh, visual. It looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. The lighting and everything. I'm super excited. Yeah, this is going to be a fun movie. I mean, it's supposed to have an Indiana Jones kind of flair. And I like to I like to joke that Jason Momoa is a wrestler. He totally isn't. But I'm like, yeah, Jason Momoa. The, he looks a <laughs> the lot wrestler. like. Right? He looks he like looks Roman so Reigns. so much like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, but he's. Ugh. Yeah. But I mean. I can't. This is going to be so funny with the. Well, funny in the sense that it's like, a, okay, Indiana Jones esque. Mm-hmm. You know, him as an actor star, I really enjoyed him. And uh, Justice League, he was so. He was so alone. He just seemed so lonely. Well, that's what he was talking about this character, too, was that he was saying that because in Justice League we saw him at his loneliest and his saddest, that this is going to be him just really gritty and rough through Aquaman, kind mm-hmm. of pushing through it. So we're seeing kind of a. A grittier version intentionally, and that's why it was set up that way. Okay, then. so I'm like, all right, get him, Momoa. He may just be lip service, but regardless, those lips are beautiful. So anything that he says, I'm like, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. I wonder which um, Indiana Jones ask it's like, though. I mean, don't want Crystal Skull. Any of them is fine. Well, Crystal. Yeah. yeah okay. Don't, good point. Don't like Crystal Skull. Yeah, I don't want Shia you LaBeouf know, showing up in a greaser Temple jacket. Temple of Doom is. Cool. He's, you know, there's going to sure be a scene where he swings like from vine to vine, but there's a bunch of seahorses instead of monkeys. It's gonna you be really need good. get out. Hey. <laughs> if someone pulls a heart out of a body, then it's worth Temple of Doom. It's, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I just love too the way that he describes everything. Like his caption on the photo was finishing my edit on season three Frontier with uh, the editors. It's so stoked. Like nice. eight O's. He's like, in between pickup shots on Aquaman, all caps, boom, almost done with both. It's going to yeah. be a good year. Aloha, Jay. Sweet. I wish I was that cool. God, yeah. he's so cool. We nice. got a quote from Jake Gyllenhaal about becoming the Batman, and when he was asked if he will be the next Batman, he laughed and said, wow, that's a very difficult question. The answer to that question is no. <laughs> Batman, Anthony, what do you think of that? just keep wearing it okay that's fair okay yeah legit bat anthony yeah i kind of like a west bentley as a possible batman if they're gonna go that like he's a christopher nolan approved you know i know from hunger games and a stellar um uh i keep on saying this show wrong american horror picture show american horror story american horror story thank you (laughs) yeah where it's like coven yeah i mix it all together i think it should be called i like it american horror picture show (laughs) that would be an amazing crossover yeah Yeah, well, I, I love Coven. I see, to Coven me, is... when they were saying Jake Gyllenhaal, it was weird to me because I was like, but Maggie Gyllenhaal was Rachel. So in my head, I'm like, no, like Batman can't, but it's his sister. Like, I know it's like oh a weird Oh my God, crossover. I never even thought about that. Like, mm. I mean, they're not like the same That's movie not... at all, but regardless, I'm like, no, no, mm. no, 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 mm. no. 
Yeah. Well, so, looks, like, looks like he's decided he's not going to. Yeah, he's, he's probably busy with some other like. Well, and also Joaquin Phoenix keeps saying right that now. he's not doing it to the point that you're like, whatever, Joaquin, you're always yeah, lying. He, he definitely got, everyone's lying. Well, that's because Nicholas Cage <laughs> is doing it. Roll that footage. Yeah, roll yeah. that beautiful <laughs> Nick Cage footage. He is the Joker. <laughs> By that we mean he's probably joking. Um, so Wonder Woman two will be shot in IMAX. So. Not a shock, just a. It actually is a little bit of a shock because the first one was not shot in IMAX at all, and they Mm. did some select scenes for Justice League, but um, they apparently are doing like Dunkirk level where they're doing like a lot of scenes because the rep for IMAX was talking about it, and so it's. I think it's going to be really cool. They're intentionally shooting it for IMAX. That's Hmm. cool. Not all of the movie, but there's select scenes they're doing, but it's like apparently going to be a pretty heavy amount. Nice. You know, so, that'll I mean, be extra cool. awesome when we watch it in IMAX, which I, mean, I definitely will. The first one was already incredibly visual, so yeah, it's going to yeah. be even better. No so. Man's Land was... Ooh, ooh. real. Right. I, that's one of the times I cried. Uh, Zack Snyder is just... He's, he enjoys teasing and, and, and leaking stuff out about BVS, uh, you know, two full years after it's been released. And I dig it. You know, Zack Snyder's still talking to the fans. Uh, Vero's thing, I've downloaded it. I can't figure it out, but he's all about it. So, someone asked about The Flash, you know, his cameo in BBS. What was it all about? Well, um, his quote is, What were we doing when we unchained this earth from its sun? Flash is the madman whose time is not yet and heralds a future where God is dead. So, he's basically admitting that The Flash in that sequence is from the nightmare sequence um, that Bruce Wayne had, that four-minute thing uh it's it's kind of lost me a little bit but well a lot cool. of people i think we're confused he it's a nietzsche quote he's he's referencing frederick nietzsche so he's right. saying and mm-hmm. so the whole like parallel is like the sun and the earth and how the earth will die when the sun is gone and lois is representative of superman's son and mm-hmm. so when she dies he dies and flashes from a version where Basically, after this has happened and he has seen superman die when he lost his sense of who he was yeah, so he sees, right Yes, it's very layered, very, very deep dive. And that's the thing about, like, you have to appreciate about Zack Snyder is Mm. he is so deep with his stuff. And unfortunately, it it didn't work out to completion with the DCEU. But you have to appreciate what he does. Because, like, there's there's stuff that's way over my head. That's why I I wish, I mean, that's why everybody's pushing for that Snyder cut. But, like, he clearly had a vision. I wish we could have seen it. Yeah, well, you know, never say never. Mm-hmm. There's going to be anniversary specials or something, and yeah, you I know, feel like it's never. so <laughs> I don't know. Hey, y'all might be Snyder's best friends this mm. time next year, and he's like, "Hey, I got uh, something to show you. Really like your show, yeah." And uh, here you go. Here's something interesting. Um, <laughs> Zeno Patty Hour Jenkins has a. Oh, sorry. Go can, ahead. can you guys confirm this? Zeno Hour says uh, we already know who's playing Doctor Shin and Aquaman. So they added uh, Randall Park in reshoots and pickups. He's oh. actually a friend of mine from like 10 years ago. Great guy. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, if you don't know Randall Park, he played Kim Jong-un in the interview. Oh. Oh. Yeah. His... He was good. Oh, he's great. And he's also in Fresh Off the Boat. But I, I don't know how true this is. I have not seen this, but it wouldn't shock me. Randall Park's incredibly talented, and yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. And apparently, uh, we do have a new American Horror Story picture show coming out. <laughs> According to Sky Patterson... <laughs> Apocalypse season eight will be in the fall. I hope it's better than this yeah. past season. This is, I love the show, but this past season, I do their after show and 
this past season was yeah i've I've jumped around on their seasons like i saw the first one definitely when it was just like the house and then coven was cool but then there was that one where there was like aliens involved and then there was one that was in a hotel and that one hotel was cool hotel was amazing i I guess i only i saw the very first part and freak show yeah the the one that i liked that one a I lot. don't. And know. one of my friends. Was a lot of people didn't like that one. But one of the I seasons was based off the Lalaurie House in New Orleans, where I just was this past week. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was Coven. I didn't that was see Coven. That. Yeah, and that that whole story is incredibly with terrible. Kathy Bates as Madame Lalaurie. Yeah. There you go. You didn't bring any passengers but... back with you, did you? Well, from your haunted house. <laughs> actually, escapades? four four years ago, Scott and Arver and I did take photos outside of the mansion, and one of the photos, clear as day, you could see two faces staring back. Whoa. at us. Spooky, no, spooky. no, 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 no. I like the Batman Anthony spooky, spooky. Uh, no, Batman Anthony. Oh, oh, I was gonna say most people I've seen at uh, different conventions cosplay as American Horror Story characters. Oh yeah, but yeah. we had kind of an interesting cosplay at C two E two this week. We sure did. Someone dresses Patty Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, and tweeted it to her. And it was phenomenal. And oh, Patty Jenkins like awesome. lost it over it and said that the whole crew was cracking up and that they were loving it. And that's great. So she responded. Yeah, that's cosplay um, outside the box. Uh, I enjoy cosplay there a yeah. lot. Outside the box, inside the lens. Bam. There you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, like, we're like a power dynamo team over here. <laughs> Of her, like, directing all the different Wonder Woman cosplays, I just thought was amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the next story is Nick Cage thinking he'd yes. be the perfect Joker. Yeah. You know, and people are giving him a lot of flack for this. I actually, I'm on board. I think Nick Cage would be a great Joker. I think he would be awesome. I think this is like, you know, like a, a standalone thing. Kind of like, you know, Punisher Dirty Laundry. <laughs> like, you would do that with Nick Cage, but maybe with a, like, a slightly higher budget. But um, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, something that you'd release on uh, on one of the streaming channels. Like, Netflix Whatever. Stuff like that. Like, but you would, you would have it. his kid Kal-El. Let him be in yeah. a movie. Yeah, and, and his <laughs> name his name himself is because uh, he loved Luke Cage so much, the character. He called right. himself Nick Cage. Right. But I'm picturing... You know, Nicolas Cage from The Rock, and he is, you know, stumbling around. I forget his character's name in that, but it's like, you know, kind of straight lace, kind of bumbling, just trying to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And then he has to become the Red Hood, gets, you know, pushed into the vat, and then he becomes his character from Face Off. Yeah. And then that's like the Joker-like character. I mean, if we're doing this do that and i thought it was kind of the way that he said he said i mean they asked him point blank about him because people have been asking about him playing superman a lot too mm. so he said i mean i think my comic book days are kind of i'm on to other things but i always thought i'd make a great joker and i always thought that i would have been a good villain in one of the marvel movies like dr doom but dr doom you have to wear that mask but i thought the story leading up to dr doom could have been interesting at this point if i was to go back into the format it would probably have to be as a villain and he said and then they asked him about joker specifically and he said Mm -hmm. it would have been perfect for me to go on even more off the rails than i've ever done before you know it'd be fun yeah. He would have had a real fun time with it. I mean, he, I mean, we kind of joke because there's a lot of memes and everything. And then maybe you'll have um, meme Nicolas Cage actually be more in your head than actually his body of work. And, but he's, he's, he's a really great actor. I mean, I was on board for Tommy Wiseau after his like joke video that he sent out. I was still like, you um, know, Tommy Wiseau would be an amazing Joker. I, I didn't think see he that would. video, but that guy terrifies me. Dude, watch the Joker video because really? you actually watch it and you're like, wow, I thought this would be funny, but legitimately, if this was an audition, I would cast him. Was it him reading off 
lines? It was him being the Joker, saying lines and stuff, like dressed as the Joker, but in a very Tommy Wiseau fashion, and it's kind of amazing. <sighs> You're tearing me apart! That's You're tearing me apart, Batman! <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, speaking of possible roles that never came to be, Brad Dorif uh, has a quote about... You know, he's being linked to Scarecrow and Batman Forever. And he said, you know, I've heard that. One time I saw Tim Burton on an airplane and he was looking at me very interestedly, but I never spoke to him about it. And I think I would have been a big enough star for anyone to cast me in that role. I think I wouldn't have been a big enough star to to be cast in that role. He might have been interested, but I doubt the powers that be would have let him do it. I don't know who Brad DeReef is. Well, it's funny uh, because Nick Cage was also supposed to be Scarecrow. mm -hmm. Ah, Well, I liked him. Oh, what's his name? Uh, the the guy that ended up actually playing Killian it. Murphy. He reminds me Killian of... Killian Murphy? Killian Murphy. Okay. Because I was going to say Colin Murphy, and I was like, no, that is a person that I know in real life. Huh. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed his depiction of it. But from what I can gather from that story, never be afraid to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, if I they're the ones that are looking at you like, hmm. He's most famous mm-hmm. for being the voice of Chucky. Is what most people oh, know damn. him as. Yeah, okay. so if you've That's ever a, seen any of the Chucky movies, he was the voice of Chucky. That's a hell of a VO mm-hmm. role. Damn. So, yeah. He was also in, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Hmm. But there in, it is. Yeah. There it so is. So you may recognize him Towers. from that. Okay. Uh, Justice League Dark has pretty much in de- uh, been in development hell for quite some time now, but a recent draft of the movie script may include a trip and a cameo from the Shadow Pack team. But who knows? I mean, we've announced this movie in 2012. (laughs) Here we are. It's, you know, it's a fun thing to just toss out there and nibble on it if you want to. But I love that even if they do show the Shadow Pack team, they're not going to interact. It's just going to be basically like a cameo to set up future appearances. So Party on. But it's still news, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And and Constantine. Everybody loves Constantine. True. Just put him in everything. Uh, do we want to talk about that BBS reference contest or move Yeah, on? they're um, up to you guys. I mean, there's... What is it exactly? Okay, so basically because Zack Snyder is so in love with Vero, a fan reached out to him sure and is. was like, hey, I want to keep this BBS conversation going. So he created a uh, fan contest that's a reference contest that basically uh, you just join the trivia fan event challenge. You just post your favorite reference. Zack Snyder will go through all of the responses, pick out the three most interesting ones. He'll feature them on his official Vero account and explain his creative process in Mm. including the reference and some insight into what it means in the context of the film's theme. So all you have to do is use the hashtag BVS references. There's only one submission per fan. So if you're on Vero, send it out, use that hashtag, and then he'll explain scenes to you if he chooses you. Oh, that's cool. Okay. You know, yeah. flesh, you know, fleshing out, um, you know, that thought process behind things is great, you know, and it's like a, a direct line of communication with a creator of some people's, you mm-hmm. know, very, you know, it's a very passionate thing for them. And if you're so, wondering, like, if something not? was an Easter egg or if something was a reference to something else or what it was, you just say, hey, what was this a reference to? And he'll say, this scene was a reference to this. Sure, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And that's him, you know, giving his time and his talents to, uh, you know, fans. And he's a fan of his own work. So, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's that's cool. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, here's a, a video that's gotten over 2 million views. It's, and this is the last uh, movie item we have. It's the How It Should Have Ended gang decided to come up with How Justice League Should Have Ended. It's an eight-minute video. Uh, they have, what, seven and a half million subscribers. 
So we're not going to watch the whole thing, but we do have, a, Elena, you can kind of guide us through this. I've never seen these it's videos before. It's pretty funny. I, I love this series. They do this animated series oh, of yeah. how things should have ended, and they kind of pick apart different scenes right. and say what it should have been instead. <laughs> They're always really, really funny. This one, of course, has to take a little bit of a jab at the mustache gate, as Fair. all of them do. <laughs> but my favorite is the Wonder Woman and Cyborg scene, where they're like, this is what it should have been. So I'm not going to spoil it, but you guys can watch it yourselves and check it out. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it is eight minutes. We don't really have... Yeah. Well, yeah. I like the animation. But yeah, the animation style is really funny. They do these for a lot of different movies, and so I'm kind of surprised that they're doing this one so many months after it came out, but... Something I really like about, um, because, you know, we were talking about Shazam and uh, uh, Billy uh, at the beginning. Now I'm just, like, in, in this. Um, you know, like, at the beginning of uh, where Superman doesn't really answer, it would be great if uh, with the, the Shazam movie, it starts with him as a kid, and he's the kid that's doing the, you know, the little interview with his phone and Superman answers in that one. And then it starts the rest of uh, Shazam. Uh, that... What? <laughs> so this is like animated, um, honest movie trailers in a way. Kind of, yeah. But just is this instead it? of yes. Maybe you need us too. I'm actually already part of another team. What? <laughs> Cyborg! Yeah! <laughs> evil wolf that does stepping upon. Go for I it! Lost it. I was like, yes, hey, yes. Where are you going looking so hot? No, you didn't, guys. That's cute. So, yeah. Well done. Yeah, it's it's funny. I'm going to have to watch the rest of this afterwards, obviously. It's well done. It's very well done. Well, that's it for the movie news. So, in honor of Roxy uh, being absent today, we still have to do Batman Anthony. It's time for Roxy's Drivers TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's it's true. Also, Mikey, Christmas time. Mm, DC mm. movie news, it's time to talk. It's TV time. time. All right. Awesome. So. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Matt Volmar, made uh, made the song for us. He's uh, holy crap, very yeah. talented guy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. It nicely divides it too. Yeah. 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 So preacher, it's coming back, y'all. It's got a premiere date for season three. Gosh, I'm so far behind. June twenty fourth. Yep. I'm At so 10 p.m. Happy. Sunday night. Love me some preacher. Oh my god. And there's a quote in season three. Jesse Custer's quest for God takes him back to the place he's been avoiding his whole life. Home. Jesse, Tulip, and Cassidy return to Angelville, the Louisiana plantation where Jesse was raised, and find old grudges and deadly obligations await them. With the help of his friends and a few enemies, Jesse will need to escape his past because the future of the world depends on it. So I do recall in season one, it's everyone, you know, he becomes, he's a preacher in this random ass town. Yes. It's because his past is so dark. Mm-hmm. So now I guess they're going to visit that, which is. And if you are not caught up on season two, they just released all of it on Hulu, too. So you can watch it and get all caught up. It is very good. Huh? Are you serious? I'm so serious, Batman Anthony. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Get caught up. (laughs) I'm rewatching it because it's so good. It's really good. And I, okay, so a little bit of spoiler. I know they have some photos that they released here. They released three different promo photos. Um, there was one, though, that they released, so if you haven't caught up on season two, don't listen. Spoiler. Spoiler alert for season two. Spoiler alert. Don't listen. Hey, 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 hey. Um, the season three promos are showing Tulip 
and wrapped in some white light and her looking back behind her. So we're wondering if we're going to see some afterlife stuff because cool. of how things went down in the season two finale. That in the okay. comics. Uh, in the comics, I mean, it's, it, comics have been around for a while. Yeah. In the comic, <laughs> comics, uh, Tulip is killed yeah. and then like mm. brought back. Okay. You know, kind of a thing. I don't know if they're going to go with that, but that sounds like a pretty good um, indication. And spoiler over, spoiler well, over, you can look again. And Batman, Anthony, you don't have time to Hulu and chill. You're out fighting crime a lot. That's true. Uh, yeah, but when I'm like on my way to the crime scene, I, oh. have, I have a TV in my Batmobile. Okay. And it's a self-driving Batmobile, so it's safe. Yeah, made by Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> so it's also green. Good for you, man. I love that. And I can yeah. survive space. Saving the world any way I can. Yeah. Something like that Preacher I very much recommend going mm-hmm. ahead and watching it. I mean, follow Batmanthony's mm-hmm. footsteps with this and, and Alana, Alana, sorry. Um, because it's it's such a really good rendition from, like, the comics. Yeah. Like, it's distilled down to, like, the essential awesomeness of these characters. And then it's, like, cranked up a notch. It's... And the casting is brilliant. Yeah. This I mean, so Ruth Nega. Oh, oh, she's incredible. Oh. Yeah. I've loved oh. her since Misfits, too, so I was all excited oh, when both Misfits. of them came back. I was Thanks. like, oh, what up, Cass? Like... <laughs> yeah, incredible for sure. I, I do want to catch up. It's just I'm not going to but I'd like to. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of TV to watch. We got some Teen Titans set picks yeah. and uh, some drama from them, but we first look at you know Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire, Robin, uh, a little bit of everything, but the, the biggest story here is Starfire, mm-hmm. and I know um, Anna Diop just released an Instagram post. I, I think this picture is perfectly fine. Apparently, she came under fire from a bunch of bad people, and she her response was incredible. She's like, look, this was um, a photo that I didn't release, and you, you calm down, people, essentially. Yeah, I think um, with this, I mean, we, we are rabid fans. We are very much, and, you know, uh, there's a lot of Starfire, Starfire fans um, out there and everything, too. And uh, all I can really liken it to is how with um, Inhumans for Marvel people, they released, like, it was, like, Entertainment Weekly and everything they released, but that was, like, a complete Medusa thing where that wig happened kind of a thing and it's like this is a paparazzi type photo taken like who knows what time of day this could have been like five o'clock in the morning for all we know yeah you know freezing weather and then it's like and and like not only that she could be like with her character she could be pretending to you know like how she does with like this is how humans dress look bad at all i think she looks good and i think the way that the the other characters are i think it's supposed to be very bright colors very Mm -hmm. over the top I kind of likened it to very mystery men esque, but I love that <laughs> style. I think it looks great. Yeah, I'm I all think... about it. I think it's like a vintage throwback. If we're gonna do something that we're all like super into in the '90s, mm-hmm. yeah, bring us back some '90s flair. I'm into it. Yeah, I think that uh, we don't know where this outfit is in context of anything, so we shouldn't, nope. you know, judge with that. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that they do with uh, post production. Too. I know that there was this whole talk about oh, lace fronts and everything. Like, we don't know. This is one picture completely taken out of the context. Agreed. And just, and let's just roll that, with I'm it. I'm like, whatever. If we can still be on board with Killer Frost, then y'all can shut your mouth about yeah. this week. People need to come down. <laughs> so, Batman Anthony, here's what I'm thinking. Let's go Flash trailer right into Supergirl trailer. Is that cool? Yeah, I can make it ha- happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it. Batman. Wait, your voice just sounded so familiar, Batman. Then it was... Oh, no, you're mistaken. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's me. Yeah. 
So this is a flash uh, for the new season. Do y'all talk over your Oh yeah. Okay. We like our voices too much. We gotta we gotta talk <laughs> over our trailers. Yeah. So this is for the next episode, I believe. Yes. Yes, this is the next episode. Oh, no. That looked like a whole bunch of stabby stabby yeah, happening. Yeah, people are getting real stabby in the flash. There you go. Boom. And also following that, this is the for the new season of Supergirl. Season Supergirl. Three. Season three. told me that if I went near you ever, he would kill you. Drama. You saw what your father did at his own funeral. Would anyone care to speak? Oh, that music's creepy. It's so good. Prank of a lunatic. And I love the way that this is shot. Like, just oh. the lighting of it. So You're different from what we normally see. Your father didn't just go to bed normal and wake up the next morning a monster. Good lord. It, it was more like paralysis. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a bomb. That's a dangerous toy. Wow. <laughs> yes. So Torman's final prank. How soft. No, we're talking uh <laughs> Oh lord. I know, right? Now like I'm Chucky saw and yeah, little fun. monsters all mixed together. Little monsters. You remember oh when all the toys came alive and tried to kill them at the end? Most terrifying. Wow. Go back. We're gonna we're gonna have to knock um uh, all of our beds like flush to the ground. Yes, now. exactly. I'm digging it. Um, now I'm I'm way behind on. Has Toy Man shown up yet on Supergirl? Yes. Okay. So this is kind of like the final thing. Like we're we're figuring out what's going down. What now. if the trickster shows up and gets jealous? Ah. Uh, That'd be great. That would be... Can you imagine Hamill showing up and just getting pissed off? <laughs> That'd be kind of amazing. Won't happen. Uh, let's see. We'll, oh, and we got to hurry, but yeah. Yeah, and then <clears throat> uh, speaking of Supergirl, Monel is debuting his red comic book costume. Mm-hmm. We got to see in uh, episode 15 in Search of Lost Time for season three. We got a, uh, a little sneak peek of that, so we're excited. Yeah. He's going to look, you know... Do we want to More talk? Uh, it's not really a spoiler because the episode already aired, except for probably in the UK. I think we should let mm. it go. There's a spoiler about Legends of Tomorrow, but maybe, maybe uh, not then. Okay, yeah. well, we're not going to gain anything by saying it. We'll, yeah. yeah, well, somebody has left the cast. We'll say that. So somebody has left, but we're bringing now. in more cast members. Yeah, and is it left, left, or is it they turn bad? Sure, something has happened, <laughs> but we won't. We something won't say something significant. Mm-hmm. We won't say. Also, Flash. It looks like Captain Cold is going to make a return somehow in the Fury Rogue synopsis, and uh, Arrow season seven. Roy Harper is going to be a series regular. Yes, I'm super excited, too, because I love Colton Haynes, who is great on Teen Wolf and an American Horror Story, ah, American Horror Picture I-oh. Show, tying yes, both together. Amer- I know I know that one, American Horror Picture yes, Show. Yes, so I'm very excited that he's back. <laughs> I'm also very ba- glad that Captain Cold is going to be back because um, Miller's whole mm. sad thing that he posted when he was leaving the show Aww. that he then deleted because now he's back. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> There's always a way. Superhero shows always a way to come back. Yeah, yeah. So never be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you unless your death return. is like very monumental, like hugely monumental, then but not that monel mental. What? Because... Get out! <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't stick. Uh, yeah. Hold on. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm being corrected here by Ivan Soto. He says, Citizen Cold, Johnny, not Captain Cold. Oh, yeah. thank you for the correction. What? Leonard Snart. Oh. Captain Cold. He's saying Captain Citizen. Captain Cold Snart. He's saying Citizen Cold. Citizen Cold? Yeah. Snart is back. We'll just say Snart. There you go. That works. And by the way, I'm not pretending to know what the hell's going on in the TV world, so I'm going to say some wrong shit. you got to deal with it. I know about <laughs> it. I love it. I watch the show. I'm all about it. I Language love Snart. Okay, Batman. Did he... <laughs> Such a moralist. He, he yelled at me for my language. <laughs> uh, but anyways, before we go, uh, we got to talk about conversations, guys. If we, There's so many great shows in the Popcorn Talk, but if you want to have fun, learn about life, and just really hear some amazing stories, conversations with Maria Menounos, the woman who started all of After Buzz, yeah. is in podcast edition, actually. Uh, it's hosted every single Friday on iTunes. That's when it drops. It features celebrity, influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to just you know, win at life like she has because she's been through a lot and she's persevered. It's got health and wellness, career, relationships, finances, all types of stuff. Go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Make sure you rate and comment just like on our show. It helps a lot. And let Maria know that uh, we sent you there from DC Movie News. So Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Take your weekend off right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, should we go? I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Okay, well, why that? don't you, uh, cool. Elena, put yourself over? Hey, you guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. I've been posting a lot of cosplay stuff. I know last week oh, nice. I mentioned that I debuted a new cosplay at WonderCon and people showed mm-hmm. some love. So, thank you guys. Fantastic. <laughs> Markia McCarty. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Markia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, you can also see me on Collider Heroes. That's on Wednesdays. I believe that airs at 2 o'clock. Cool. And sometimes Movie Talk. And, of course, Marvel Movie News on Popcorn <laughs> Talk. Tuesdays at 2. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's see. Sunday, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Television Taping. I'll also be at the Tempe Improv April 19 to 21st. So if you're in Arizona... Check it out there, and then I'll also be filming Championship Wrestling from Arizona on that Sunday as well. So if you live in Arizona, just come out and see me. I'll be all over the state, apparently, uh, that weekend. Um, other than that, go to QuastoAlbum.com, JLoComedy.com. Follow Roxy Stryer, Adam Gertler, and Mike Kalinowski. We'll see y'all soon. Thanks for watching, and thank you, Batmanthony. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.